It's time to take the good with the bad. Love it or hate it on Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Life from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh, Princess Jasmine Schaefer. <laughs> Queen Bee, Princess of Thieves. And Iago Bex. <laughs> the parents. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey was a he's the best. Gilbert <laughs> <laughs> Godfrey. Okay. You can get him on cameo for like 70 bucks. <laughs> and he will call you a loser to your face. I mean Do you really need I, to hire Gilbert Godfrey to do that, Josh? Because if you're gonna hire somebody, I'll come over to your house and call you a loser. Yeah, but I mean you did just pay Gilbert Godfrey seventy dollars. I think that does make you a loser. <laughs> I would I didn't pay him anything. I'm just saying could. <laughs> this week on Asteroid G, we are doing a love it or hate it for Aladdin. Specifically, we're going to be talking mostly about the live action one here, but I do feel like we're going to have to put it in context to the animated version because as with some of Disney's animated remakes that are live action now, this movie is I would say probably about 85% beholden to the original. Yeah. I thought so. That seems a little bit fair, yeah. He did keep some of the jokes. Yeah, it's it's this it's the thing with the Disney live action remakes where they're based like the Disney animated movies were based on a fairy tale. Uh so Disney's are already basically remakes of an existing fairy tale. So if you're going to do a live action version of it, I can see their reasoning being we have to stick to our version of it because that's the version people expect, I guess. Yeah. At the same time, however, most of these ones have been, as as we touched upon when we discussed Mulan, most of these have been a little too beholden to the version that came before. The only one that I can think of that's really interesting so far is Maleficent because it tried to take a different take on Sleeping Beauty, but it kind of had to because the original animated film was like 45 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. So. So the live action Aladdin. Let's go over quickly the plot of Aladdin in general before we get into the details so we can see whether or not people liked it or hated it. So in Aladdin, both the animated and the live action version, you have the street rat Aladdin, who basically lives as a thief on the streets of Agrabah. Uh, he <laughs> encounters a female peasant on the street. Uh, who's about to get arrested for thievery by giving an apple or something to a kid. I can't remember if it was an apple in the live action, but let's just say it was. For the it, it's a li- It's an apple. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Could have been a pomegranate or a date. Who cares? But sure, whatever. Um, so he helps her. They have to run off and avoid the guards and have a singing number while they do it. Uh, then it's revealed that she's the princess and he's still a street rat. Only the one of them gets an upgrade right now. Uh, so she goes back to the palace and he gets arrested for basically being there. Um, and Jafar decide the Sultan's uh, Grand Vizier, there we go, the Sultan's Grand Vizier uh, has Aladdin brought to him so that Aladdin can go into whatever it's called, the Temple of Wishes. The Cave of Wonders. Thank you. So he, he descends into the Dungeon of Despair and f- down there is a lot of treasure he's not allowed to touch. And a magic lamp that, for some reason, he is allowed to touch. 
because apparently the curse on this place only extends to everything but the magic lamp. Uh, so he grabs a lamp, but his monkey, Apu, uh, who does not run a quick stop in the Simpsons universe, uh, then touches some treasure and causes the entire place to crumble. He manages to get a magic uh, carpet, and the two of them fly out to Jafar, who betrays him and tries to kill him, but they fall back into the pit of spect spectacularness, and it's revealed that Apu stole the lamp back from Jafar, so they have a magic lamp, and this is how they get the genie in the magic lamp to help them, so that Aladdin could be a prince, uh, Prince Ali, wonder is he, Ali of Agua, uh, Ali of, what's the name? Ababwa. Ababwa, thank you. It's not Agua, it's Ababwa. Ali of Ababwa. And then Jafar realizes he's who he is, and hilarity ensues, and then they free the genie after defeating Jafar, and happy ending. Yes? Yes. Okay. Really, all the plot is front-loaded, and then it's just a bunch of skits until Jafar becomes a bad guy. Well, Jafar has always been the bad guy, well, but yes. I mean. he, gets, he becomes a bigger asshole than he was already. <laughs> okay, so... Well, we usually start with me as to why I love it or hate it. I actually love the story that they created. I okay. love the animated one. Uh -huh. And I am tolerant of, I don't dislike it because I'm a, I'm a Will Smith fan. So I did like it. I didn't like the live action as much as I liked uh -huh. um, the animated. And the pure reason for that is that I am a much bigger fan of Robin Williams than I am of Will Smith. So, yeah. Um, and it's, it's kind of like a heartstrings thing that they did it. They waited, kind of waited until he died to reboot it with Will Smith. They waited and, a respectful time um, after he died too. They so, did, they yeah. did. But, um, still a huge fan of Robin Williams. And that's really what made the movie for me. The animated movie is, is mm. Robin Williams. And I think everybody would agree that, uh, there is no replacing Robin Williams. No. Um, but they did an admirable job with the live action. They did some, uh, a couple of my favorite scenes. Um, I do like the fact that at the beginning, they kind of indicate that he's not, um, he's, he's just a narrator telling a story. And then at the end, you know, you kind of realize who he actually is. Um, and that he had a happy ending as well as Aladdin and Jasmine. Yep. So... Um, but that was a good scene, and another good scene in it is the actual um, Prince of Ali Ababwa scene where they have all of the animals and yeah. and proving that he's a prince. That that was done very well, even if it mostly was done CGI. It was done very well um, in the live action, and the costumes were beautiful. the The singing and the dancing were great, and the extra prince um, who I, I think there's a an uh, 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 not a prequel per se, but a a sequel of the prince who was trying to court her, but Aladdin came in instead, and she fell in love with Aladdin, the the blonde prince of. Um, so he's, yeah. he's the one who actually voiced Hans in Frozen. Yeah. Um. So that particular actor, I think, um, it'll it'll be hilarious how how. How and what he does with that particular thing because he is quite funny so we will see how that comes about and uh the cast was truly very talented and uh great great job by everybody and done yeah. so 
good, good, good job. I really loved it. So it's a love it from me. Anyone else want to go before I start talking? Because I can, I can yeah. film a podcast. So yeah, I, <laughs> like the animated one is one of my favorite Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too much though because I can't add anything that B didn't already say. Uh, except for Robin Williams and Gilbert Godfrey are the bee's knees. Um, that's that's but, one upvote for Gilbert Gottfried in the entire world. So I love <laughs> G- Gilbert Gottfried healed the nation from 9-11, sir. Okay. <laughs> he did. Remember when he uh, he told the aristocrats joke at the memorial? Like, I do not recall this. Oh, you should, you should look it up. Okay. It was completely inappropriate, but well, that's Gilbert. And then he got fired. <laughs> then he got fired from Affleck because he made fun of a nation who went through a terrible tragedy. So oh. that's the point against him. So it balances out, I guess. <laughs> but uh, the live action, I was really hesitant to watch it because so far, in my opinion, um, all the Disney live actions have been kind of terrible. How about Maleficent? Like, I've never seen it. Okay, you should watch that, but I will I will count your opinion on all the other ones as accurate. Well, like, I want to, and it's not because I haven't, uh, like, I've been avoiding it. Yeah. Disney Plus, every time I look, doesn't have the first Maleficent movie on it. Only, I know. It only I, has the second one. I had to watch the DVD of it uh, that I own, and I still haven't watched the live-action Cinderella to see how bad it is, because it's also not in Disney Plus, despite it's Disney Plus supposed to have, like, every Disney movie. Is that the Brandy one? No, no, no. That one's the, isn't the Brandy one like the Muppets one? I'm talking the one with uh, no, what one of the Fanning girls or something from 2016? Oh, uh, I yeah. No, I, I think everyone's I forgotten that. it because Disney put the Brandy one in as a as as an appeasement, and everyone apparently likes that one better. I mean, that one came out when I was a teenager, I think, because yes, it had well, like what Winnie Houston in it. Yeah, because it had Brandy Goldberg. in it. And when was the last time you knew Brandy was popular? When that movie came out, exactly. I'm saying. In like night was like 2001. Was it what? I don't wasn't she one of the two singers in that video for the boy is mine or something? I think. Uh, so. don't know oh. about that. So go, go as you were saying. Oh yeah, so it was 1997 when the Brandy Cinderella came out. By the way. Yeah, see there you go. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. But the live action one I was really hesitant to watch just because you know as I said live action plus Disney yep. equals yep. not in a good time usually. Yep. Um, but like B said, I'm also a huge fan of Will Smith and I'll usually, I'll usually try to give anything he is in a benefit of a doubt, uh, with the exception of was it after earth or whatever. Actually, I liked after earth. Oh, so did you? I did I watched the trailer and I was like, this looks okay. dumb. So it, it did look dumb and it was pretty stupid, but I actually liked it. So Let's all agree then that we can do a love it or hate it somewhere in the fusion a future for afterbirth. That's we'll just do that then. Okay. Did you say afterbirth or yes, after earth? Yes, I did. I said afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was pleasantly surprised with the live action Aladdin. I thought all the actors did a phenomenal job. Um, it didn't seem as culturally appropriating as no, the animation one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little more respectful um, uh, for a film that's still basically an American company doing an imperialist propaganda film about those crazy Middle Eastern people directed by a British director. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I like it was Guy Ritchie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah, I love Guy Ritchie, but um, I thought the music was okay. I liked the Genie songs by Robin Williams better, but I think Will Smith did what he could. Yeah. Just like, like the big thing is, you know, you don't want to try to upstage Robin Williams or do something similar to Robin Williams. So you need, so he put his own style into it, his own yeah. comedic timing, which I appreciated because you know I think he's funny. So um, he made it his own, and like I don't remember thinking throughout the movies like man i wish robin williams was in this like Mm -hmm. it it took that you know away from me or not away from me but um some of the cgi was kind of goofy like everything with the carpet seemed off but like all in all i thought it did a pretty good job i don't know how necessary the movie was since like with every other disney live action it's just a retelling of something that already exists in a format that is still available and not technologically outdated but still available on disney plus no less yeah yeah um which we just watched aladdin and disney plus added a uh disclaimer to the beginning of aladdin about what culturally inappropriate because of uh cultural cultural stuff i think it re-added the uh some of the dialogue that they took out originally oh Get it but back to the I original theatrical catch. version, and then they had to like, like put a warning Maybe. on there about the original theatrical version. I'm I wasn't paying that close of attention to it because I was doing other stuff at the same time because uh-huh. the kids were watching it. But I just noticed that they're well. Applause to Disney and Disney Plus for trying to be culturally appropriate. We'll, we'll give you yeah. props. They, they've done that with yeah. a lot of stuff. Finally, I mean, I guess their biggest uh, culturally appropriate move is still not releasing Song of the South. Yeah, like, and I've seen Song of the but South. To be before. fair, Song of the South is a stupid movie. If you've never it's seen it, really you're really not missing anything. No, you're not. You're not. No, it's really bad. Zippity Doo Dah is the best song ever, but the movie <laughs> sucks. Is it though? Well, it, it's it's uplifting. Yeah. Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> It it is. It is actually is uplifting. I understand that it upsets many people, but does it though? It, you, you can't really. It does clearly. <laughs> okay. Next. Cancel culture. <laughs> Next. Live action Aladdin. Go. I I thought it was pretty okay. Like you know, again, it's a lot of well. I may just be repeating what what B and Josh has, have been saying, but yeah, it didn't feel like it was necessary. It was still kind of neat, though, because they changed a few things here and there. Like, it, they made Jasmine a little bit more pro-feminist. I mean, she kind of was anyway, but even more so in the movie. Mm-hmm. And didn't they have a nice do. Bollywood number? That was pretty kind cool. Of, kind yeah, of. Kind, kind of. of. It, it was Bollywood light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But, you know, like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, and of course the main thing is Genie, you know, he's he's the big one. And yeah, there is no replacing Robin Williams. And the times where you could tell where it's like, okay, we want the same exact joke or thing that Robin Williams did. We want to make Will Smith do it. And, you know, he had to do it. And those were the times where it was awkward. But when Will Smith was actually able to make Genie his own, that's when I got into it. I'm like, oh, he's sassy. That's nice. 
Yeah, I yeah. Got it. Everybody like everybody likes a sassy Will Smith. So. I think I think that's the thing is so the name on the package. Okay, so it's a Disney princess movie, quote unquote, because Jasmine and she's the princess. But the name on the package is Aladdin, and he's quote unquote the main character. But no one's going to debate the fact that the main draw of these movies is genie. Correct. He, yeah, he's like. It may the name may be Aladdin, but they could call the film Genie, and everyone would understand exactly what they were watching at that point. Um, hit the Adventures of Genie and these other people that he has to go like fix their lives because reasons. Um, and you are correct; they had to wait a certain amount of time before after Robin Williams died. I think if they'd been doing live action remakes when Robin Williams was still alive, there's a good chance he would have come back and done it. He had a good relationship with Disney again after they worked all their shit out, That's which is why he did the third Aladdin and then did a bunch of ed- educational spots as Genie and some stuff for some of their theme park rides. I think if he'd still been alive, they probably could have thrown enough money at him that he would have come back and done a live-action version. Oh, but, for sure. But oh, absolutely. At the same yeah. time, it would have been even more of a, why are they doing this again except to get new jokes from Robin Williams? Because, like, now, what's really what's the point of redoing the movie at that point? But you have to pick the right person that can play the outsized role of Genie, make it their own, and still feel like you're play- being respectful to what how big the Genie has to be. And I don't think there are a lot of people outside of Will Smith that have that level of personality and that level of cred to be able to take a role that was originated by Robin Williams and actually be able to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So I think more than anything, that was the key thing that they did that was inspired casting and the fact that they could get Will Smith in to do it. Yeah, that was great. Now, as Becky pointed out, the points where he had to basically just do Robin Williams' shtick, that was the point where the movie was not as interesting. That whole... um, uh, you've never had a friend like me. The genie song in the temple of fiascos. Um, that is <laughs> probably one of the weakest parts of the live action remake because it's such a big moment in the animated movie, and Will mm-hmm. Smith just seems kind of bored of it in the live action one because he's doing someone else's performance. Uh, he's much more interesting in the Prince Ali song as they do their big entrance in because he gets to do his own thing, a little bit of his own rap, some of his own dancing there and so forth. And they refilmed it to be more of a Will Smith moment. And as the film goes on, he gets to make the character more and more his own. Basically the second they escape from the, 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 the deep dungeon of dangers. So yeah. 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 So yeah, no, I liked Will Smith in it. And I actually, as you said, I liked the rest of the actors in it. I just, the only reason why I'm not sure I can say I love it is because, yeah, what's the necessity of it? Besides getting Disney another cool billion dollars, which this film did, and introducing it to a bunch of kids that maybe don't want to sit through the animated film, which, do any of those actually exist? What's the point of this movie? It's not as bad as me sitting there going, what's the point of the fucking Lion King? Because that was a wretched piece of shit to have to remake. But, because I like the original, and the remake is literally just the same movie all over again. But, what's the point of Aladdin, I guess? That why why remake a live-action one? For this well, one? but the reality is, there was no point to it. Yeah. It was, 
the the new thing to do is taking an animated movie and turning it into a live action something and to bring in new actors who are popular at the time i.e beyonce or john oliver for um lion king um and then you know bringing in aladdin and introducing or reintroducing some actors who have been doing things for disney in a different genre um, basically they wanted to, they're trying to bring a musical back because they saw that cats was being done and they, I mean, and really, they really didn't have to work hard for that one. Um, <laughs> they, anyone could work at a higher bar than that one. I mean, they, they right. did a, a live action filming of Hamilton and that was good enough. Right. So you got a lot of people doing that kind of stuff. And so apparently live action is back. Um, and this is this all came out right before COVID hit. So you're like going, okay, but now what? Because now they're kind of screwed with that whole um, everything. Yeah, yeah, they have to go back to animation. And, you know, you, you now have like, I guess, Raya and the Dragon. Yeah. or The Last Dragon or something yeah. like that. That's a new movie that just came out. Yep. Um, they've been really getting into the whole Pixar of doing animation. So yep. it's more 3D-esque other than, um, you know, 2D. Uh, they, they've they really been trying to build upon all that uh, because they saw how Shrek was so popular when it came out and they wanted to kind of duplicate that. Um but there's really no purpose other than lining the pockets of Disney. But the yep. good thing is, I guess, if you're a fan of Disney, which I think most of the people on this podcast are, um, it, it probably is what carried them through COVID, I mean, to be honest with you. They have been yeah. sitting on that money because they had to close all their parks and everything else. And, you know, and they had to fire a lot of people. So um, thanks for keeping Disney afloat, I guess, for this movie. I mean... I didn't hate the new Aladdin. Like, I don't. I, I still don't see the point of it, but I didn't hate it. Now, if they go off and make sequels that aren't just remakes of Return of Jafar and Prince of Thieves, or, wait, that was the Kevin Costner, but you get what I'm saying, um, King of Thieves, then I can see more of a justification for this particular Aladdin. I know they're going to do that for Lion King as well, but fuck that movie, no. Um... But yeah, I mean, like, I can see more of a justification for it. And as you said, there's that live, that, that character spinoff who's going to get his own show because he's white. Um, and I'm okay with that, too. I just, like, taken on its own, like, the reason why I'm like, this film was fine is because we already have Aladdin. Nothing, like, mm -hmm. they, didn't, they didn't do enough new with it. Now, if they'd given a larger plot line to Jafar, that might have helped. If they'd done some other stuff than just throwing in a book number that they hadn't originally filmed for Jasmine and calling it a day, that would have been fine. But like, it just doesn't go, even with the few tweaks that they do, it doesn't go quite far enough on its own. So this is kind of like a, sh it's not a love it or a hate it, just kind of like a shoulder shrug from me. Yeah. So we're saying that nobody really hated it, but we don't necessarily find it necessary. No. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. love it. Like, I want to write home about it in times of war. <laughs> you know what? I would probably write home about it in times of war, but for other reasons, Dearest I probably Esther. wouldn't. I was going to say, Dearest Joseph, <laughs> I was on the battlefield today and I thought back to that time we watched Aladdin. <laughs> Live action. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> As I said, I, I might write about it, you know. Dear Sven. <laughs> 
I, I feel like this is like that thing in Mythbusters where when they couldn't, like, bust the myth, but they also couldn't prove it, they just kind of threw down plausible. So, like, it's, yeah. it's like, love it or hate it. No, just, just plausible. So, yeah. Plausible! <laughs> there you go. I think that's the perfect way of saying it. <laughs> Alright. This has been Love It or Hate It from Not So Life from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. I'm Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I'm Queen Bee of Thieves. Okay, now I'm a boo. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next time.